welcome to the village of Santi. Come on in, take a seat, and let's eat. I am your host, Cassandra Corbin Blake, better known as Santi. It takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes a village to do life together. Today, I am so honored to have with me as a guest, Wilma Jean Pear. And I just thought about this morning, she's the very the only first lady I've known since I was a little girl growing up in the town of West Helena, Arkansas. She has been the first lady of our church. She was uh, first lady for over 30 years. Her and her husband did ministry. So, And this is the only church that I've belonged to since belonging to the church in West Helena, Arkansas. So I, it's an honor and a privilege for me to welcome her in. She has a wealth of wisdom for all of us. Someone described her simply as grace on legs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that is a wonderful uh, description of you. You are grace on legs. Welcome. I am just so, I mean, I'm surprised, happy, elated to be here with you, Cassandra, and just to be a guest and just be a part of what you are doing because I'm just so impressed. Really, I'm impressed. And it's amazing what God can do. He has said in so many ways that if we are faithful just in the little stuff that he gives to us, then he places us with more responsibility. And I just see that growing and happening in all of the things that God has allowed you to touch over these many including the lives of people, my goodness, and, and helping young women to develop into women of God. That, there's nothing more precious than that. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all more precious than that. And the other thing is that uh, very few of us know how many lives we touch. And uh, when we get to heaven, Oh my goodness, can you imagine? imagine. There's going to be people that are saying, do you remember when you did blah, blah, blah. And and our memory is going to be so perfect then. And we'll probably say, yes, Mm -hmm. I remember Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But had no idea that it impacted you in such a way. Because I remember the lady who lived next door to me. Mm -hmm. She probably may not remember, but she's going to remember me in heaven. Her name was mm-hmm. Mrs. Wooten. Mm-hmm. And I loved, when I was a little kid, going over to her house and sitting at her table, and we would have Kool-Aid and cookies. I will never, ever forget her. Mm-hmm. Just something as little as Kool-Aid and, and cookies, cookies. Wow. had such an impact on my life. And she led me to Jesus Christ, and I would go with her. Of course, our church was across the street when yeah, I was a little yeah. kid. And we would go to church and have vacation Bible school. But we don't know how impactful little things can be in the lives of others. So I would just encourage all of us that wherever we are on our journey, you know, just look around for just something small. You know, I, yeah, just like that little boy with the with the little lunch. Yeah, he probably had, he probably had a big story to tell when he got home. You know, because his little lunch fed over five thousand people, Absolutely. not counting women and children. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we we have to be cognizant of the fact that little things add up to big things. They do. They now do. there is a lot. Oh my goodness! When I think about you, I see a. A lot 
in into your heart and packed into your life that you have been so inspirational. A lot of people don't know, but I have seen you help people, but you don't say anything. You just do it. I've seen you get in your little car and go here and go there, get a dress for a little girl, just so many things, just so giving, so kind. And you didn't wait for someone else to do it. You just got, you saw the need and you feel the need. And I really believe, like you said about me, mm-hmm. there's going to be so many people mm-hmm. whose lives you have touched. And I'm one because you have been an inspiration for me. A lot of people don't know. I don't have a large circle. Mm-hmm. But I have to admit that the circle of friends that I do have, and, and it's not a big circle at all. It's, it's one or two, but that I really allow in that space. Yeah. And you are one. Yeah. You've been with me through the tears. I'm so grateful. You've been with me through so many things that have happened in my life. When my husband had his heart attack, you and Pastor Peg, first faces I saw. Yeah. Uh, I got in the ambulance and one of you drove my car over to the other hospital where he had to have the surgery. And the other one drove your car. So you all have been there for me. I mean, I I think about the struggles in my life and all the mountains I've had to climb, and I've been able to share share those experiences with you, and you've been able to help me to dry my tears. You you never turned me away. You always were available, and that meant the world to me because, I mean, there was times when I just fell in your arms and and cried. I remember when someone died, and I, I found out they had died, like, that morning of church or something Mm -hmm. and I had been visiting them in the hospital Mm -hmm. and I hadn't got to go for the time last time and I felt guilty Mm -hmm. and I said oh my goodness I said I wanted to go see her again Mm -hmm. I hate I didn't go and you said everything that needed to be said was said everything that needed to be done was done you don't even remember that Mm -mm. But that stuck with me. And you know how many times I've told other people that? Yeah. Because that helped me in that moment. Yeah. To be okay with what had happened Mm -hmm. enough to not feel guilty Mm -hmm. about things I didn't get to say, Mm -hmm. things I didn't get to do. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, life is such a, it's almost like, it's a fight. It really, it's a fight. Yeah. And in the same way that a boxer has a corner, mm-hmm. people of God, we need to have a corner. Right. So right. that when we kind of have been out there fighting and we feel a little beaten up, mm-hmm. that we can go and sit on the stool mm-hmm. and have whoever it is that's in our corner to encourage us. Yes. And we do that sometimes unknowingly right. for one another. Right. It's all like we all take turns. Right, you know, right, right. I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting on the stool, and, and Cassandra's in my corner and encouraging me and telling yeah. me, "Yeah, you can, you, you can, can do, do this. It. You can do it. You can do this." And and, and you have, uh, there's been a lot that has happened over the last few years in your life. The loss of your spouse, and I think you all have been. Like me and Blake, been together for how long? Since you, well, you were how old? Oh my goodness, I was fourteen. I think somebody told me junior high school. After I met my husband, we were having something called an operetta 
and I was a gypsy girl, and he was a gypsy boy, and he, he had on these gypsy boots, and I just kept untying his shoes. He probably thought I was nuts, okay? But uh, that was how I got his attention, and we just we were just friends from, from that moment on. So that's been a long it's time. It's been a long time. And you were married how long? 53 years. 53 years. Yeah. So that's and I'm still counting. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but I'm still counting. It's okay. <laughs> Because, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. Just keep on counting. Because, you know, I think that's what keeps them alive. Mm -hmm. Is the memories and the things like that. It yeah. keeps that love yeah. close. Right. So, it's nothing wrong with that. I remember um, when he passed that, that morning, he called me and I was at work. And mm -hmm. I stepped outside of the job. And, I, and here I am. I'm, I'm in tears. I'm, I'm all, I've fallen apart totally. Yeah. And then I stopped it. I said, I'm sorry. I, I should be, <laughs> I should be uh, consoling you. And I said, do you need me to come? And you, and you said this, you said, no, I'm okay. You said, I'm just looking at him. Okay. And that has been a journey. There are a lot of women like you mm -hmm. that have been with someone. For mm -hmm. so long. Forever, it seems. Forever. Like. And, and thought I, it was going to be forever. And thought it was going to be forever. <laughs> thought it was going to be much longer than it mm -hmm. was. What is some advice that you can give them about wow. that journey? Wow. You know what? Everybody's journey is different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to really be careful when we give advice. My, my thing that I like to do is just simply be present. And let whatever it is that happens to come from them, just let it, just let them, just let it come, just let it flow. Let it flow. Just whatever, let it flow. However they need to walk through that valley, right. it's okay. It's okay. If you need to cry, if you need to scream, right. however you need to deal with that, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. Because you never get over it. You, you, you don't, uh, it, uh. Of course, mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't been in such a place where I can say that you never get over it. But I can say, almost two and a half years mm -hmm. that my husband's presence presence is just as fresh as mm -hmm. it ever was. Mm -hmm. There's sometimes that I can even hear him. And I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> yeah. I was in his closet the other day, and uh, I found these boxes of sermons. Wow. On these little bitty pieces of paper about the size of your hand. I mm -hmm. think that's what he used to do back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so I have been just looking through uh, those uh, sermons and I'm going to start organizing them by chapters right, or by right, books of the Bible. Right, right. I'm just going to start doing that. But the other day I was looking for something and I, and I, I must have found about 10 different sermons on uh, John the 14th chapter, the first wow. verse. I said, oh my goodness. service and I read that mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, the other day uh, uh, last Sunday or the Sunday before mm -hmm. Pastor Max preached about mm -hmm. the woman and, and having and asking what do you have and, mm -hmm. and she said well I got a little oil and I think I got a bunch of sermons <laughs> a bunch of sermons I got a bunch of sermons yeah. so I'm going to be looking through those and just seeing how God will 
want to use like yeah, medical yeah. stuff or but but in, in terms of how I would just help someone else mm-hmm. and I would just suggest this for all of us mm-hmm. just be present be present don't be feel present. like you have to say something or you have to have the answer because we may not we may not but just being present and mm-hmm. showing someone that you care enough to be present mm-hmm. even you know just be present that's yeah, my thing yeah. and walk with them as they walk in their journey right and that is uh, some amazing words because sometimes we want to talk, we want to say something, we want to do something. And, and, you know, we feel like if I can say something, but some things, sometimes people just need you to be there. Be there. Just to be there and mm-hmm. just to listen to what they have to say. Or mm-hmm. if they don't talk about, if they want to talk about uh, the grass Absolutely. or talk about the bird, Absolutely. you know, let them just do that. Right. And, and not feel like you have to have an answer right. for their grief because right. you don't. We really don't. We don't I have mean, an God answer. God is the only one, only one who can comfort us in the way that we need to be comforted. Right. And right. he, the one thing that he tells me all the time is, I'm present. I'm present. I am your present help. help. Just ask me. Mm-hmm. Either I will tell you or I will send someone or I will make it not important anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's sort of like uh, when my husband visits his mom, and and this is not m- meaning to down anybody that's going, uh, taking care of a parent that uh-huh. has Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. But sometimes she'll be like, boy, have you been to my house? How my house look? And all this, and he'll say, yeah, I've been there. Or he'll, she'll ask something, and then he'll say, well, I don't worry about it because in five minutes she's going to forget about it. So sometimes <laughs> we need to have that kind of, you we know, really we, 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 you know, some really things do. that we make so big, right. they really are just small little They're things. Small little and things. we're making them really big. Yeah. And I, and I think that's one of the things right now I'm uh, taking care of my mom. Mm-hmm. And my husband helped me a lot yeah, with yeah. her before mm-hmm. he went to heaven. Uh, but my mother loves to talk. And I, I know. just not, st- I don't know what it is, but when I'm at home, I'm kind of, I think I'm an introvert, really. And uh, so when I'm at home and just kind of like quiet and just wanting to be quiet, but mom wants to talk, so I got to figure out how to talk, <laughs> talk, 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 and then invite people to come over yeah, and definitely. sit and talk yeah, with her because she loves people. She loves yeah. company. But um, And you know, that was something that I didn't know about mm-hmm. you. Because after Pastor passed away, I was saying, I would say, you know, uh, sister, this is, I, I call her sister, sister mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I thought you were a talker. And you said, no, if you remember, <laughs> I was the one sitting there when he was doing all the talking. And I was just sitting there shaking my head, yeah. nodding my head in agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, and people don't realize that I am an introvert. I'm the type of person, uh-huh. I, I'm happy just being in the house. Yeah. I don't have to do a million things. I'm not that type of person that's uh, that has to be actively doing some going here, going there. Mm-hmm. I I'm happy with uh, a glass of tea sitting on my deck, looking at the birds. That I mean, that to yeah. me, it, I'm 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 very I'm I'm very much an introvert. But people, when they see you, and they hear you preach, sister, yeah. they would know you were an introvert. <laughs> Because, honey, it's a powerful word. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and speaking of your mom, mm-hmm. I, 
I've watched, and you know, I used to come over on Tuesdays mm-hmm. and we sit and talk, and she you know, and she loved to yeah. talk and mm-hmm. she loves company. But I have watched from a distance how you care for her, mm-hmm. and you do it with such joy. Tell us this, as far as taking care of your mom now. I think uh, you are in your seventies, and your mom is how old? Ninety four. Ninety four. Mm-hmm. And when you started doing that on your own, was it a struggle? How, how what was that like? What did that look it, like? It was, yes, it mm-hmm. was a struggle because at the same time, I was without my husband. Right. And then had, had the responsibility for my mom. But let me say this about my sweet brother. Mm-hmm. My sweet brother takes care of oh, our wow. sweet mama yeah. three days a week. So uh-huh. I get respite. Uh, on those three days and so I am just so grateful for him Mm -hmm. because without him I would not be able to uh, maintain a a level of sanity that I think I have I don't know you know sometimes I think I'm going nuts but uh, he he enables me to maintain myself as much as possible and 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 that's so wonderful because we need help. We need and help. sometimes when we're in those positions, we know we need help, but mm-hmm. we don't ask for the help. Because right. the help can be right there sitting next to us Absolutely. or right next door. And you never probably thought that your brother would be, because a lot of times men uh-huh. are not the help right. for their mom, right. you know, like the girl is, uh-huh. like the daughter is. Yeah. And that is a huge blessing, Such a blessing. to have your brother that helps uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. But... When you take care of your mom, mm-hmm. let's talk about the joy mm-hmm. that I see. Well, you know, one of the things, and I, I just ask God to help me with that mm-hmm. because there are days when uh, there's a weariness, mm-hmm. there's a tiredness, mm-hmm. and there's an asking, how much longer do yeah. I, can I, can I do this, God? Can yeah, I do yeah, it? Yeah. You know, and God just keeps telling me, it's enough. Yeah, and just over the last couple of weeks, but what is that scripture? So don't get weary and well doing. You will reap the harvest if you uh, don't faint. That's mm-hmm. right. He has just been giving that to me and just continuing to encourage me to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And then for me, I, I, another part of me is uh, <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> like I hate to say I I want things done a certain way and all that kind of stuff, but I'm learning. Mm-hmm. That, for example, today my bed is not made. That is a terrible thing for me. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! I remember you saying that it was hard for you to leave stuff undone, but you yes. learned that hey, okay. Yes, that is terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I tell myself when I leave the house, I say, Lord, please don't let me die today. <laughs> and somebody come to the house and say, that girl didn't even make up her bed. <laughs> But you had to learn how it's those okay. things, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it kind of reminds me of uh, sometimes we want everything to be perfect. Right. And we have to learn how to say imperfection is okay. Right. Messiness is okay. It's okay. It, it's going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. And, and it'll be okay right. if you get to it tomorrow or the next day. Just do what's necessary. Right. It's sort of like Martha and uh-huh. Mary. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta figure out what the main thing <laughs> is. is. Right. We can be so tangled up about the little things 
right. that the main thing, mm-hmm. which the main thing when it comes to my sweet mama is her joy. Right, right. I don't want her to be frustrated. I don't want her to be upset because I'm in the kitchen being Martha, <laughs> being Martha. those pots and pans and all that kind of stuff. When yeah. I know that she would prefer mm-hmm. that I be sitting right there just With talking her. to her about uh-huh. You know, did it rain today? Or whatever. Or whatever she wants to because talk about. Because I know that when I'm at church sometimes, I remember one time I was at church, a church service, and she was sitting on one pew and you were sitting on another. <laughs> and she said, point over there like, tell Wilma, get over here, get over here. Because it becomes such a, an attachment. Uh-huh. It's like the roles are reversed. Yes, and she'll tell you that too. Mm-hmm. She'll say, this is my mama. Right. She'll say, this is my mama. I got to do what she tells me to. And, but, but I love the fact that you try to keep her engaged. Let's talk about that mm-hmm. because a lot of people that are caring for their elderly parents, all they do is sit in the house. Yeah. And the parent is sitting there doing nothing all day. Yeah. How did, how, did, how did you figure out, or what do you do to keep her engaged? Well, I want, again, joy, 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 joy. joy, joy. Yeah. And I want her life to be as normal as it possibly can. So for her, that means going to Orange Mountain Community yeah, Center. Yeah, yeah. So on Mondays and Wednesday mm-hmm. mornings, we get up about, I get up at 6, mm-hmm. get her up at 7, and we leave the house about, so she can get there mm-hmm. and greet all of her friends. She can't, you know, she may not remember who, who they are either, but, but she that doesn't just matter. Loves that. She, she loves, loves it, it, and they all hug on her and love on her, and they value her. Uh-huh. Everybody needs to feel valued. And even when mom is getting ready for wherever <laughs> she's going, she'll be saying, does this look all right? Do I look all right? Does right. this match? Does this match? <laughs> We're only going to Orange Mountain. Everybody's got on an orange t-shirt yeah. and jeans. You and know. jeans yeah. Yes, yes, mom. You yeah. look, you look and, good. And you have to know that even when they ask you something over and over and over again, you act like it's the first time. And I have asked God to help me. Yeah, because sometimes you can get... Like, Mom, you just asked me that. Or, Dad, you just that's, asked that's me no that. And then no they'll no. start getting uh, upset frustrated and frustrated and anxious. And anxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's a no-no. So I do. I say, God, you just help me answer it as if it's the first time I've heard it. Right. It can be a short answer. Right. In fact, the shorter the answer, the, the, better. Better. the better. So I'm learning how to do, you know, yes and no kinds mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And and even when I want her to do something, just speaking in a soft voice. My mother does not like, um, she can detect irritation right, in my right. voice. Because uh-huh. you're her child. Yes. And she knows. Yes, yeah. yes. And so I don't want any of that mm-hmm. to be in my voice. And so I just ask God to help me. So in the mornings when I get up at <laughs> 6, I have a whole hour to get Wilma Jean together, okay? <laughs> I was wondering why you get up at 6 and, and get I her up I, at 7. I, so when I come in, she'll say, you already have your clothes on. I said, mm-hmm, I do. So that way I can be here and help you get completely wow. dressed. So you can just be totally present for her. Totally present. Because some mornings she can remember how to put certain things on. Mm-hmm. And some mornings she can't. And you know that thing about being present, totally present, mm-hmm. that you are carrying that over even with your mom. Right. You're saying just be present for right. people. And you're trying to be present and ready right. to 
for her. And even if it means you getting up earlier and getting yourself ready and in that and getting creating that atmosphere where you're relaxed so that you can be present for her. And she can have your total attention. Total attention. Mom loves Cheerios. <laughs> and I can tell myself, I don't like Cheerios. I just don't. I don't even like it. something about the way they smell. But you know, I eat Cheerios. <laughs> oh, my so goodness. You have grown to like Cheerios. <laughs> I just put nuts and bananas or whatever mm-hmm. on top of them. And we just sit at the table and have our Cheerios. She can have Cheerios every morning for breakfast or lunchtime. Absolutely happy. Happy. And, and just the fact that you would start to figure out ways to like what she likes. Yes. Just that. Mm-hmm. It's a sacrifice. It's, it's a giving. Mm-hmm. And that's what I care giving. Right. The giving part. Mm-hmm. is, is and, and, and like you said, you really have to stay in tune with God to help you, you really to do. remain joyful. You really do. Because it can become where people are not joyful. No, that is not good. And you know what? It, God gives me no credit when I'm in that kind of right. mode. And I, I might as well just not even be doing what I'm doing. If right. I can't serve my mom with joy, joy mm-hmm. if I cannot honor my mom with joy, when I think about all of the sacrifices that my sweet mama made for me and my brother, yes. and even now she still tries to figure out how she can help us and how yeah, we can do yeah, this. And sometimes yeah. I'm, she said, well, just don't worry about doing that. Just just come sit down at the table and da 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 You don't have to do that. you know." So she's still trying to be a mother to, to me. me. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about all the sacrifices that our parents have made. Absolutely. Then when we, it's our turn to care for them, we need to look at what you've done as far as the joy. And keeping them engaged, Engaged. not just putting them in a corner and having them sit there until they die. You know what I mean? It's just just involving her, keeping her engaged. I I know what a bubbly personality she has, and I call her Mama. I say, Hey, Mama, how you doing? And Hey, girl, how you doing? She ain't. She's never met a stranger. No. And she can talk to anybody. She can talk to the wall. Okay. that she is more of an extrovert and you are an introvert. And that's what we have to know about people. Some people are introverts and some are extroverts. And so it's okay. And look at how that dynamic works. That dynamic can work. Uh It's a good match. So, And then you have to, at your age, being Mm -hmm. able to care for her and you have issues going on of yourself, that has to be difficult. Well, you know what? We just we we the days that she's with my brother are the days when I have all of my doctor's appointments. <laughs> yes. Okay, and your hair done, and and nails done, all that. Because I know, uh, even trying to get ready for this interview, I said, "You tell me what day," because I know when your mom is with your brother, oh, then you have a lot of things you're trying to catch up yeah. on and do. Yeah. And then I felt a little guilty because when I rang the doorbell, you were taking a nap, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Because I know how much. Because you do lose sleep. Yeah. That is one of the things of caring for someone, their sleep deprivation. Uh Let's talk about that. How how does that? Well, you know, uh, it seems like the more we get into her um, dementia, Uh the more I'm having to deal with her not wanting to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's up just to 
And I, I'm so grateful that um, Santa, I don't know what it is, thank you, God, mm -hmm. that mom sleeps well on Saturday nights wow. so we can get up and go to church. Mm -hmm. And we only had one Saturday night when it didn't go so well. And I've learned from that that if I don't sleep mm -hmm. on um, Saturday night, I just have to watch y'all on the, I have to watch you on the internet. Don't come to church because it's kind of like, I'm not present, okay? <laughs> But, and, uh, and, and I have, and you have to be okay with that. I have to because be okay I know with that. that you have been in church how long? All well, your life. And I don't. Open. Every time the door was open, <laughs> I saw your little face. That's right. And, and, and everything that we had, and any kind of meeting, anything, yeah. I, you were there. I so I know that that you know is is something that you had to learn. I had to make peace. You with had that. to make peace with yeah. that because you were used to being there all the time. Right. But. As a caregiver, you have to know that sometimes right. you're not able to do that. You have to. You're on their schedule. Right, I'm on her schedule. I'm on her schedule. The other night, I don't know. I've never had a night like this with her, mm -hmm. but it seems like every hour she got up, I wanted to know when Wilma Jean was coming to take her to her church. Oh. She was ready to go home, mm -hmm. and I was not able to convince her that. Four o'clock was the last time. Yes. So yes. then she went to when she got in the bed at four. She, you know, she slept most of the day. Mm -hmm. I think she probably got up about twelve ish. Mm -hmm. um, but we we didn't have anything to do that day, so gotcha. we just kind of played with her. Yeah, yeah. But the next day, as it was getting ready to, I could see that trend. I said, I had already said something to Joy. I said, give her a Benadryl. And I thought, I don't know, Joy. I don't know how that will interact. You gave her a Benadryl. <laughs> Did it work? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> and last night when we came home from church, I didn't even think about it. It was about nine o'clock when we were getting ready to bed. I just gave her that Benadryl. But the next time I see her, doctor, I am going to talk to her. Yeah, about, about that. About because that. sometimes and she, and she slept well. She slept well. Mm -hmm. That's good. But I did. I may have to take me a Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes you don't because you've been in the habit. Of right. getting up. I'm listening. And you're listening. It's like, you know, we, when we had our children mm -hmm. and, and they were on the other side of the house mm -hmm. and I had one that had asthma mm -hmm. for some years. Mm -hmm. And I had that ear that right. was, I was really not ever in a deep sleep. Right. Because I was listening and attentive. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is when mm -hmm. you're caring for someone. Right. You're listening so you couldn't sleep. So mm -hmm. you should have taken, but you can't take a Benadryl because you have to be aware. Mm -hmm. In case she needs you. Yeah, but I think I'm going to start. I'm going to do something. Yeah. I'm going to do something. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, maybe I'll just try to get more sleep when she's not and there. And then you could take a Benadryl when she's not there and get right. some good sleep, get good rest. Because that really do, mm -hmm. is good. I, when I take one, I get up the next morning, I'm groggy. <laughs> and I said, this thing is hanging on. It hangs on for a while with me. Mm -hmm. But but when you're at the house and you're by yourself and you have to know, like, you were probably used to getting up at a certain time, but when you haven't gotten that sleep, be right. okay with sleeping in. Right. And I know some days you'll say, I got my pajamas yeah, on. Yeah, it's a pajama day. It's, it's 12, <laughs> 12 o'clock noon, it's still a pajama day. I said, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to flow. You have to change some things up 
and you have to be flexible. Right. So flexibility is important, wouldn't you say? Right. It's very important. And again, you just have to be okay. You have to be content with whatever your circumstances are. Yeah. And that's another part of it. When I'm kind of feeling like I should be making up the bed, right. but I but my hands are so swollen up I can't even pull the covers together <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have to be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. And that whoever it is that, that's around me, they have to be okay with how I am in that moment. In that that's moment. why we're saying just be present. Just be because present. moments can change. Yeah. And we need to be able to flow with whatever that moment is. Is, is mm -hmm. yeah. Because I was thinking about my mother-in-law, and I remember her saying this, uh, some of the kids, you know, she has 16 children. Yeah. And so I can remember when she was living in her house and that some of them would come and say they could see dust on some or a visitor. She, she said, honey, if you see it, <laughs> get it off of it. You know, it's bothering you, if it's bothering you, then you get that dust and you can dust it off. Yeah. But we have to be okay with those moments and the seasons mm -hmm. that we are in. Right. Because sometimes we may be in winter and we want to be in summer. Yeah. We have to know what season we're in right. and be able to flow in that season. In that season. And yeah. if we start getting where, like you were saying, your hands mm -hmm. and, and not being able to use them as much, mm -hmm. you have to, then you have to decide, okay, what's more important, me resting these hands <laughs> or making that bed up? So making you, the bed up. Putting on these blouses with, oh, all, these yeah, with all these buttons and zippers and all that. And stuff. so you have to change that, too. Are you going to put those plants too. on that have elastic in yeah, the place? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. You had to change that. You had to figure out, I need pullovers more. I need pullovers. So it's, it's, it's a process of flexibility, right. flexing yourself right. and learning that things are changing. And, and I have to be content with right. that and not be, tr be upset or angry mm -hmm. about it. Because even with my husband's mom uh, mm -hmm. being able to, when they, she became where she couldn't drive, that yeah. was, that was something. Yeah. Trying to get her, her to stop driving. Right. Because she wasn't able, her reflexes weren't mm -hmm. good anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a lot of process to going from being able to do everything for yourself. Right. To needing someone. Yeah. So there's another side to that as well as far as the person who's being cared for. Right. We've got to have some sensitivity for that yes. too. Not to take completely their independence. Right. The things that they can do, allow them to do it, even if it takes longer. Right. And so I'm even learning how to do yeah. that. Yeah. That's why we get up way early. You know, yeah. we do this way early so mm -hmm. that if mom wants to just look at her shoes and try to decide, is this the left foot or the right foot? Which right. goes, and I don't right. have to be right there saying, right. let's do this. Right. You know, there's time that's built into the schedule for her to just be her. Right. You know, right. and be okay with her. Yeah, because sometimes when you're caring for someone and you know the answer, you want to hurry up and do it right. or hurry up and say it. Yeah. And I just told you that or I just said that. Yeah. But you have to be like you said. You've got to allow her the opportunity to be who she is. Right. If she got to look at those feet mm -hmm. for an hour trying mm -hmm. to figure out which shoe is the right and which is let, let her let do shoe. that and don't yeah. be upset with her mm -hmm. for doing that. You mm -hmm. know, so that 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 is really this 
whole thing is going, is helping so many people and it's helping me mm -hmm. because we never know what season we may be in next. Mm -hmm. Because it, it, like, like my auntie used to say, just keep on living. Keep on living. Keep they on living. Know today, but it just <laughs> might be there tomorrow. Just keep on living. <laughs> so that is something that I think this whole interview will help so many people, sister. And I want to say this before I end it. Mm -hmm that this woman, Wilma Jean Harris, mm -hmm. has been such an inspiration. She is inspiring. She is a woman. Honey, that word comes out of her mouth. <laughs> like, you know, you talk about full of the word. You are so full of the word. You are a preacher as well and a teacher. And you have a, you have family that you still have to be involved with. You have granddaughters mm -hmm. and grandsons mm -hmm. and, and you have a great grand is, is Isaiah's your great. great grand. I'm thinking, oh okay, yeah. he's your great grand. I and see. so you have a lot of things that you're doing as well with other members. That does not suffer because you're caring for your mom. That still goes on. How do you juggle all that? You know what? I, I don't know. I just all I could say is that God does it. Mm-hmm. Again, he continues to show me what the main thing is. This mm -hmm. is the thing that needs to be done right now. Mm -hmm. This is the person that you need to talk to and call on the phone and check up on them, see how they're doing. Right. Deepest and brightest moment. Hallelujah. And, you know, I was thinking, too, about when you're praying for someone elderly or a loved one, period. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of things you don't know. Yes. How was that navigating that, like, for their care and different things that can help and yes. all this. That was, I, I mean, that's that's the hard part, too. And, there are, and that's, that's a part of life. Yeah. There are so many things that go on around us that we don't know, that we don't even try to jump to a conclusion yeah. or make a decision on. Yeah. We just, you know, we continue to ask God. Mm -hmm. Mom's on a blood thinner. Mm -hmm. And so she needs to have green stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> a couple of times a week. And yeah. sometimes we do well with that and sometimes we don't. It's kind of like, okay, Lord, do I need to give her a, a, a blood thinner pill right now because <laughs> she hadn't done, you know, a yeah, long time. Yeah. So, and he will tell me. Mm -hmm. He will, like the other night, he said, give her a bunch of pills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, the whole thing that you're saying is always allow God to mm -hmm. interject into that situation. Mm -hmm. And when he does that, mm -hmm. it will work out. Yes. He will give you the strength Thank to you. be able to do what you need to do. And I think the thing is to not look at it as a big thing. Just look at today. Yes. Take it a day at a time. Yes. Don't look at 10 years from now. No. Well, you just look at this moment. Right now. This time. Uh -huh. and this is what I need to do. Right. And then as, as then as you look at it, when you look at it that way, it adds up. Before mm -hmm. you know it, those moments have become a hundred moments. And it's less difficult. And it's less difficult yeah. when you look when at it. When you're trying to manage the whole thing, mm -hmm. it's very difficult. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if you can just zone in on this piece right now. Right. It is manageable. Mm -hmm. And that's why the scripture tells us to trust in the Lord with our whole heart, right? Right. Don't try to understand everything, Wilma Jean. <laughs> Me too. But simply acknowledge.
church that God is in control, that uh, even when we don't think he's working it out, yeah. that he is working it out. Mm -hmm. And in due time, he is going to give us the direction mm -hmm. that we need for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's one of my go-to places. Yeah, yeah. Trust in the Lord with my heart. Lord, I am trusting you. I don't understand this. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why. When I don't understand. Yeah. But I trust you so much that I don't have to understand. understand. Right, right. I know that you're working it out. I know you love me. Mm -hmm. You're my father. Mm -hmm. A loving father takes care of his, his children. Amen. Yes. Yes. And I trust him yes. to take care of me. Yes. And so, and, and so we walk into the unknown with him. Yeah. A God that knows everything. knows everything. So we don't have to worry. I was telling somebody the other day that I'm the kid in the car with, and God is driving. Uh -huh. And I'm back there playing and laughing. And, uh -huh. and you know, we, we he's driving in Memphis. And you know how the traffic is on the interstate. Yeah. It's crazy. But I'm not concerned. No. I, I'm not concerned about getting to where I'm going in one piece. I'm not concerned about having an accident. Any of that stuff. Right. Because I know who the driver is. Right. And I'm just back there having a good old time hitting him in the back of the head and yeah. playing and doing what I do. Mm -hmm. And he's driving me through life. He is. So I, and if I we will, could just take our hands off and let him have and let him have the wheel the and we will we will do just fine. Just fine. So I want to thank you, Brother Timothy. I want to thank you for this time. I cherish, I will cherish this forever. Mm -hmm. I cherish you because you are one of the jewels in our church. And though, you know, you're my forever first lady. I, I, I just have to tell you, 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 and you're my friend. And, you know, I, forever I love... Forever friend. Forever friend. Yeah. Because you, you never have been one about the title. You've never been about titles or any of that. I, I, and, and I want the, the, the village to know that I don't even call her first lady. I don't call her any of that stuff. I call her sister, sister. When we call, talk on the phone, say, hey, sister, sister. Mm -hmm. But that is how, that is who you are. Mm -hmm. And I love that about you. Thank you so much. I love much. that. And I want to thank you. And I want to thank everybody that joined in today, that came to the village. Mm -hmm. And before I go, I want you to know that you are special. You are loved. You are wanted. And you are important. And this is another day that I've been able to, to be in the village with you. And I will see you next time here in the village of Santit. <laughs>